Welcome to the Godly Woman episode four. Um, I'm Melanie Luna and today we are going to be talking about the hair as a crown for the woman or the hair being the woman's glory. Um, I think that this one's gonna be quite interesting and um, yeah, let's jump right in. I'm going to read 1 Corinthians 11, 5 through 15, just as a foundational scripture for um, what I'm gonna be talking about. So starting with verse five, it says, but a woman dishonors her husband if she prays or prophesies without a covering on her head, for this is the same as shaving her head. So remember that, shaving her head. Yes, if she refuses to wear a head covering, she should cut off all of her hair. But since it is shameful for a woman to have her hair cut or her head shaved, she should wear a covering. A man should not wear anything on his head when worshiping, for man is made in God's image and reflects God's glory, and woman reflects man's glory. For the first man didn't come from woman, but the first woman came from man. And man was not made for woman, but woman was made for man. So I just have to stop real quick right there for anybody who thinks submission is a curse word. <laughs> uh, it says right here, verse 9, that a man was not made for the woman, but the woman was made for the man. So being submitted, allowing your husband to lead, um, being the helpmate to your husband, husband is not demeaning or uh, lower position. Just one as a side note. <laughs> um, verse 10, for this reason, and because the angels are watching, a woman should wear a covering on her head to show that she is under authority. But among the Lord's people, women are not independent of men, and men are not independent of women. For although the first woman came from man, every other man was born from a woman, and everything comes from God. Judge for yourselves. It is, is it right for a woman to pray to God in public without covering her head? Isn't it obvious that it's disgraceful for a man to have long hair? And isn't long hair a woman's pride and joy? For it has been given to her as a covering. So, I feel like that's one passage that people might look at. Excuse my dog, he's playing with a water bottle back there. <laughs> um, People might look at that and maybe overlook it because it kind of seems, you know, old-fashioned, something they did back in that time. We don't really need to pay attention to it. Um, which is true. I believe the physical part of it um, was for a reason for that church at that time. Um, I would have to look into the context of that. But um, as far as everything else, it actually still applies to us today, and I'm going to show you how. Remember, everything that we do now is spirit. So everything that was in the Old Testament and what they did before was physical, but now it is um, spiritual. So even though this passage is in, it is in the New Testament, but it was in, you know, an older time, um, but we can still apply this um, spiritually. So I'm going to explain that in a second but first I'm going to talk about it physically um so it says that the woman's hair is her glory um that can be like I said physically and spiritually physically just obvious I mean men made the, 
a God made man to have short hair and women to have long hair to differentiate us for us to be you know obviously different from the man and that shows our femininity and whatever and it doesn't have to be super long hair but obviously even a bob or a cute like pixie that's very feminine is still different from a man's haircut you know what I mean um so I'm not saying you cannot cut your hair because that would be religious <laughs> and is not true you know what I mean so it's not that at all um, I know certain religions they say the woman can't cut their hair so they walk around with really long hair but that's I mean solely physical nothing is telling them you know from the inside it's not a symbol of what's happening on the inside they're just solely doing it because um, their religion tells them to and it's just like an outside practice that's not really doing anything so when it's done in that context it's religious it's legalistic and yeah that's pretty much it but it can be done it can be done um as like a symbol to your authority under god and under your husband um i'm just going to give an example of when i was single before i even read the scripture um i actually felt the desire to grow out my hair i had it it was probably around this length at the time and um I don't know why I had this really strong desire like I just want to grow out my hair I just want it to be really long and my natural color and I don't think it was because of like being more natural I don't think that's what it was I honestly now that I'm reading this I believe it was for this reason I was single I didn't have a husband um as my head so God even though God is always your head but I didn't have anybody under God aka your husband um to be my head so God was directly my covering directly my head and I honestly feel like that was just a maybe a desire the Holy Spirit in me put in me to show my inner submission so I didn't grow it out for religious reasons or to look more submitted or to look religious you know what I mean because by looking at me you wouldn't even know that that's why I did it it was something literally between me and the Lord and um it was just something he put on my heart and it this may sound crazy but i really did feel protected i really felt shielded i felt guarded like you know i really did feel like it was my glory and obviously now you know i cut it again because again it's not wrong to cut your hair so i cut it again after i got married and i do want to grow it long again but um I just thought that was a really good example of showing how um, how I was prompted to grow my hair long for that season um, as just a outward symbol of what was going on on the inside. I was really, I had just gotten out of like a really not so good relationship that the Lord got me out of before I met my husband and I hadn't truly submitted my life to him even though I was saved. So it was just a sign from the inside. I was showing on the outside between me and the Lord, like I submitted to you, you are my authority and you are my covering. Um, so that's how the spiritual manifested in the physical for me personally. Um, and another example of that on the opposite end is remember in the scripture it said, it's a disgrace for a woman to have a shaved head or basically hair like a man. Um, and 
you know, this might sound a little controversial and whatever, but even, you know, women that um, prefer to be with other women, sometimes some of them cut their hair off and it looks, or they dress like a boy, they have their hair like a boy, and um, that is actually an outward symbol of their inner loss of touch with femininity and also um, their rebellion against God's design for them because God did design women to look like women. He designed us to be feminine. Um, so yeah, that's a direct on the opposite end of how the inside actually um, ended up ends up flowing out on the outside. So not that short hair, long hair always means something because it doesn't everything. The kingdom is a hard kingdom. Everything, um, you know, flows from the inside. But sometimes what is inside, what is outside can be an overflow of what's on the inside. So um, that's why we always have to be careful, even things on the outside. Okay, what am I doing? Why am I doing what am I doing? Why do I want it that way? Um, and if everything's fine, then cool. But you always got to check your heart, what's going on in your soul. Um, and another example I have of this on the spiritual end is I actually had a dream um, maybe about four or five months ago of a friend of mine who um, I went with my husband to a church service in the dream and she was the greeter and her head was shaved and I was like oh my god or oh my goodness like um when did you do that and she's like laughing at all like oh yeah I did this you know just the other day no big deal like and I was just like uh what I was just looking at her in the dream like what is happening with you why would you do something like that why didn't you tell me you were even thinking about that so that was it that was the dream and I woke up I'm like is this person like going crazy like Britney Spears back in 2007 <laughs> or whatever year that was but um, no, it wasn't that. I actually, you know, through one of my spiritual fathers, I had told him that dream because I was very, you know, not sure what it meant. And he actually led me to the scripture and he did talk to me about the woman's hair being her glory, being her femininity, and her um, symbol of submission to God and her husband. So, and this person um, has long hair, seems very feminine and girly and you know, like a woman on the outside. But this dream was showing me something different in the spiritual, something that only God can see spiritually on the inside. So I don't know if, um, you know, there's somewhere she's not submitting to her God or to her husband, or if there's somewhere that she's not in touch with her feminine side, where essentially in the spirit, there's no glory, there's no hair. Um, and like the scripture said, there's a it's a disgrace when a woman has a shaved head. And in the dream, it was literally a shaved head. Um, so, yeah, I just thought that would give a bit of insight for you guys. Um, so that way you didn't think I was being, like, legalistic about this dream about hair. Because <laughs> I feel like it's something that can be a little weird to talk about. Um, but yeah, it was definitely an interesting dream. It was definitely something that um, calls me to seek deeper into this whole hair thing and being truly feminine and in touch with um all the aspects of femininity that god has instilled in us and has designed us for um so it led me to um realize that being feminine is spiritual 
it's spiritual because it's God's design for us. Um, so anything that God designed us to do, anything, whether it may seem um, shallow or um, fleshy or not that important to God, it actually is. Um, anything he designed is spiritual. Um, so it doesn't have to be that deep to be spiritual. <laughs> um, and when I talk about femininity, I'm not talking about um, like liking to go shopping, not liking to go shopping. Some women like sports, some women don't like sports. I personally like shopping and don't like sports, <laughs> but it doesn't make me more feminine than a woman that maybe prefers to shop online or buy what she needs and likes watching football. You know what I mean? That's not what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about the inner nature and inner workings of how we portray ourselves, how we exude, how we walk, how we um, live and um, just being in touch with all those things how God created us to be on the inside as a woman um, and that is something I'm going to talk about on the next episode because um, I did find a really really good article that talks about the five attributes of femininity in a woman and how to really walk as the godly woman that God called us to walk in and really a godly woman is just a woman that is in touch with her feminine side is truly in touch and walking out how God really designed her to be. That's all it is. Um, so I thought it was really interesting, the article, so I do want to share it because um, as I mentioned in the previous episode about women nowadays really needing a godly woman, a living, breathing godly woman, well, in order for us to be that, in order for us to be that example to our physical children, to our grandchildren, to our spiritual children, or to friends and family and anybody else around us, we first need to look at ourselves. We first need to um, allow God to process us, to work on us, to bring truth and reality into us and break things off that we don't need. So that way we can then multiply that into everybody else around us in the right way, in the healthy way. Um, so yeah, first we need to look at ourselves. First we need to understand what a godly woman is and what isn't. Um, and with that being said, I just wanted to also share um, just my story of my whole life being almost shamed for being a girly girl. Like, and I hate using that word because nowadays it's like a whole thing. Like, you're this shaming me, you're that shaming me. and whatever and people kind of throw that word around but I mean shame really is everywhere that's one of the enemy's main tools into keeping us away from what we're called to do and who we're called to be is shame even if we don't realize it and that's something that I have recently come to terms with within myself that I was carrying shame and it's something that I have to walk and God has shown me how to um, break off and not allow it to stop me but um yeah, I, my whole life, I've always been shamed for being a girly girl, and I never understood that. Like, why would you make fun of me or, like, try to make it seem like I'm doing something wrong or judge me because I like to do my hair and makeup and be girly? Like, I'm a girl. <laughs> That's what I'm supposed to do. It's okay if I don't like sports. I don't shame you for liking sports or liking to play sports, you know what I mean? Like, um, it is something, so I just wanted to encourage all the girly girls out there, like, be yourself. If you love makeup, put it on. If you like to do your hair, put it on. If you like to dress up for no, absolutely no reason, just to go to the grocery store, you do you. 
because that's just a part of being a girl you know what I mean so I just never understood why other people would um, shame that or try to judge me for it but um yeah so So yeah, just remember that um, our hair as a woman is our glory, it's our crown, it's an outward symbol of our of having an authority, which is God, and um, being submitted to God and our husband, and that when we truly, truly walk in our femininity, in um, the way God really, truly designed us to be, um, we're just going to have glory just exuding from out of us and people won't even know why they'll just want to know I want what she has you know you'll just be you know an everyday woman everyday wife everyday mother but people are gonna notice that something is different about you so I hope you guys enjoyed that episode this episode and that it wasn't you know too confusing or um, controversial but <laughs> I'll see you guys next time